How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. So first and goal for Chicago. Bajan pulls it back. Now looking end zone for Komet. Number two for the Bears tight end. His second touchdown of the day. And Chicago regains the lead. Well, he's finding his security blanket, I think, Tiki, the guy he wants to go to in critical situations, and it's beautiful. I mean, this is delay by commit. He goes and blocks to start, and it's man-to-man coverage, and just tosses him, and then finds an open space in the back. Good patience by Tyson Bajan. Very nice delay, kind of slip route, whatever you want to call it, a little delay pop route uh, to commit, and he's got a second of the day. We're back. Live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Taking your phone calls all the way up until 5 o'clock. It is Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score. Bears lose to the Saints 24-17. You just heard Kokomet snagging his second touchdown of the day. Looking good out there, Coley. <laughs> you know he catches them in bunches, so you know next week probably going to have more of the same. Or Thursday, I should say. Uh, especially if Justin Fields is on their center. And that'll be interesting to see if Justin Fields can make his way back. Um, interesting tweet from Jeremy Layton. He said, C.J. Stroud came out of college onto a team that won 14 games in the previous four seasons. Joe Burrow had one of the worst offensive lines in history. Trevor Lawrence had Urban Meyer. We need to stop acting like the Bears need to create a perfect quarterback haven before someone can succeed. <laughs> I think that's great. Because, I mean, you're you're on either side right there when it comes to Justin Fields. You think that, you know, the Bears have doomed him with, with bad coaches and bad play calling? Or you just think Justin Fields is not that guy? Now, after seeing Bajan, some people are back on that the, the, the Fields train. I just want to see him play again. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot what you could do, bro. Let me get them, let me let me have you run out there on Thursday. Let me see what you could do against these Carolina Panthers. Make me a believer again. But would you rather have CJ Stroud or DJ Moore? That's an interesting question. CJ Stroud's balling out right now. 470 yards, five tutties, and move the ball around. Four receivers had over five targets. Two of them had over 10. One of them was his tight end, Dalton Schultz. Had one of his best games of the season. Of course, when I'm playing against him in my fantasy league. Isn't that how it always happens? Tank Dell, six catches for 114. Nico Collins got himself a touchdown. Four different receivers caught a touchdown pass. 
I mean, sheesh. And then did you see that uh, Kyle Fairbain got injured, the uh, kicker for the Houston Texans? So their backup running back, Dario Bowale, he ended up kicking a field goal for them. That was actually pretty funny. But C.J. Stroud, I mean, even if you just look at his last couple of games, and of course, I mean, yeah, you can, we can always go back. And I'm just doing it because it's fun. Start the season, 242, 384, 283, 283, 283, but a brand new coordinator, he's figuring out the game. But yet he's putting up 470 in five tutties. DJ Moore or CJ Stroud? 312-644-6767. We're taking calls. Bears lose to the Saints 24-17. It was, it was close at first. Bears came out firing. Nice little Cole Komet touchdown thrown by Tyson Bajan, and it was a dime. Bears worked their way down the field, and there were moments. There were moments where, you know, Tyson Bajan did look good on the center, especially the first drive. I mean, he had two passes back-to-back to Darnell Mooney and DJ Moore that were just gems. But then someplace, he had a fourth-down conversion using, using his legs. It was a bootleg on the rollout. You know, it's just, again, moments. The thing I've pointed to, though, has been his... Like, the first couple of games that we saw Tyson Bajan, you knew what it was. Hey, man, four to seven yards, he's going to be right in that window. He was averaging about four yards a pass, four yards an attempt, I should say, in his first couple of games. Minimized turnovers in game two, realized what he did well, and stuck to it. Then in games three and four, his yards per attempt go up. Why? Because everyone's yelling at him that he can't throw the ball down the field. And everyone's yelling at him saying he doesn't have enough arm strength. So, He's trying, he's, trying, he's trying a little something different, stepping outside his comfort zone. What does that result in? Two interceptions against the Chargers, three interceptions against the Saints. It's like you got to play within yourself sometimes. And the Bears, you know, they find themselves in a peculiar situation. What an interesting place to be for the Chicago Bears. An immense amount of uncertainty surrounding Justin Fields. And then... You have no idea what you're doing in the quarter, at the quarterback position next year. You don't know if Carolina's going to win some games. If you're going to win some games, you don't know where you're going to end up in the draft. So in the present, you're trying to make your defense better because Ryan Poles has pledged time and time again, if my defense is better, then my quarterback is better. 312-644-6767. It's Gabe Ramirez taking your thoughts on the Bears game. Of course, it's a Plumbers 911 Football Monday presented by Busey Bank at It's Not a Game Illinois.com. Dustin Rhodes of the pregame show kicking off in just under an hour, five o'clock. Then Mully and Hall take over at 5:30. They got some good guests for you. Olin Krutz, DJ Moore at 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. If you're gonna be up for the next couple of hours, you're definitely gonna want to hear that. Bernstein and Holmes, they got Anthony Heron and Josh Rock at 11 and 12. And then if you go home and you go to sleep, make sure that Odyssey app is on your phone so when you wake up, you can just roll over 
and listen to either Kurt Warner at 2.40, Mark Grody at 4 o'clock, and then Jalen Johnson jumping on with the fellas at 5 to talk about the game that he had. Uh, but again, taking your phone calls, 312-644-6767. Let's go out to the phone lines right now. Let's go to Mac out in Inglewood. Mac, when you're looking at uh when you're looking at Justin Fields and your assessment of him, what do you feel like are some of his deficiencies? I I say uh he's a he's a pretty good quarterback, but he needs some you know, you all want to keep him in the pocket. They, well, the coaches want to keep him in the pocket, but he don't have pocket uh, protection. You know, the offensive line, they can't block nobody. Then on the defensive side, they don't have no pass rusher. They they should have won that game yesterday. But 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 they just 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 can't seem to pull it together. And Matt. it ain't all the quarterbacks' fault. Mac, do you think that the Bears would have won if Justin Fields was playing quarterback yesterday? I'm not saying that. But no, no, I'm, no, I'm asking you. All blame I'm asking everything on Fields. Yeah, no, no, I'm no. not saying that. I, I think, saying, Mac, listen to me. Mac, listen to me. I think they would have yeah. won if Justin Fields was playing yesterday. I think he would have won that game. As many opportunities I, as the I defense gave him, I think he would have won. I, what I'm saying, give him some protection, whoever the quarterback is. They need some uh, quarterback protection. You know, just think about the days, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the Chiefs quarterback. He got protection. It, it ain't because he's so great, but he got protection that make him great. Do that make sense? I, I hear you, Mac. And, I mean, listen, everybody wants a good offensive line. It's kind of like relief pitching in baseball. Every, everybody could use some more relievers, and everybody could use better offensive linemen, right? Let's not forget, an offensive lineman is a very difficult job. You are, you are literally blocking modern-day gladiators that are trying to rip your quarterback's head off. And, and, and you have to do it literally back-to-back back to back instances. It's a tough job, and you're not going to have a 100% success rate. Hence all the penalties the Bears had on offense. Um, but, it, but so it's hard, but I think the bears have tried to do their best to put a, you know, a better offensive line around Justin Fields. They, they used their 10th pick in the draft on Darnell, Wright. They, you know, try to have some continuity on the left side with, 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 with their, you know, young rookie fifth round pick that they had, had, they tried to bring in Nate Davis. They they tried their best. Tevin Jenkins on the right, the left side as well to shore that up. So they they tried. They're trying to. And I think Olin Kruitz touched on it. Patrick Manley touched on it in the post game. The offensive line did a pretty decent job yesterday. I can only think like in my if I quickly think back, there might have been only like two or three instances where I felt like the pocket actually collapsed on Tyson Bajan completely. Okay, four or five times. <laughs> but throughout the course of a game, that's bound to happen. But I hear what you're saying, Mac. Give him some time, see what he could do. Well, we did we we did see what he could do with time. That was at Ohio State. But unfortunately, this is the NFL. Well, you don't get that much time. You are paid to release the ball quickly. That's why Bajan looked so tantalizing. 
because he did until he started realizing if you want to be a successful quarterback in the NFL, you do got to put the ball down the field. And that's where the mistakes happen. And Justin Fields is, is not, is not, you know, free of, of, of error there. He's, he's definitely thrown his fair share of interceptions. He's, Lost the ball for holding it on too long. Got himself injured for holding it on to holding on to the ball too long. But I mean, again, it's not. You talked about Patrick Mahomes, Mac. You're talking about one of the top five quarterbacks in the league, and that leads me back to my my consistent argument, which is, you know, you can say your offensive line is great when you got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You can say your coach is great when you got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You can say your receivers are amazing. You're running all everybody's good if your quarterback's good. But you gotta have a top tier quarterback. He can't be 15th. He has to be top 10. And that's where I feel like with Justin Fields, you know, I see a lot of people texting in, like, oh, he got eight games left. Got eight games left. So, I mean, you know, yeah, we're gonna see what he has to do, but you know. Text messages coming in here. This one from the 408. Bears in the right direction? Nope. Not as long as polls is substitute GM. Get rest, Gabe. You're right. I do need some rest. Uh, but you need to have a Bears on least remote show out and about so you can intro me to this. Oh, no, no, no. Not at all, sir. But why is everybody so down on polls? He, did, he hasn't drafted a quarterback yet. Got himself a... Right tackle of the future. Got two defensive tackles to try to help out with the rotation. Signed Montez Sweat. Drafted Jaquan Brisker. Kyler Gordon, I wish he'd make more of an impact this year. He had a lot of deflections last year. This year, not so much. Maybe he's bummed that he's playing the slot. Tyreek Stevenson seems like he's good. I like Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards as, as upgrades at the linebacker position. He got DJ Moore, stole him from the Carolina Panthers, got their another another number one pick. I feel like he's done good things. We talk as if, you know, he's just like a schmuck because, because of the Claypool trade. Like, we can point to that. Like, yeah, that's one thing, but he still did a lot of other things that are pretty good. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough to, it's tough to talk about because, again, I think – the weird place that we are in as Bears fans is that there's still so much more assessment to take place from the head coach, the offensive coordinator, the GM, the quarterback. It's a lot, a lot left to be done, uh, but more questions to, uh, to be asked. And that is the question that I have for you, because I do think the Bears are headed in the right direction. Despite the loss yesterday, I do think the defense is playing better than it has been. In the over the last couple of weeks, it's just been getting better and better every week. The offense seems to look like it has some some. It's not my favorite, right? But put Justin Fields in there, and then we're a, a pretty mediocre team, which is an upgrade from where we were last year. And then it's up from there, I would assume, right? Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Do you think the Bears are headed in the right direction? Or do you disagree with that statement? We're going to take your calls after the break. It's Gabe Ramirez right here on a Plumbers 911 Football Monday on Chicago Sports Radio. 
670 the score. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're back, live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. It's a Plumbers 911 Football Monday right here on 670 The Score, brought to you by Busey Bank, and it's not a game, Illinois.com. Great day planned for you, all my scoreheads out there. Dustin Rhodes are going to be doing the pregame show at 5 o'clock, just about 40 minutes from right now, and then Mully and Haw. The usual suspects, Olin Krutz at 7, DJ Moore at 8, and a nice little addition, Dan Weeder at 840. Uh, that you can listen to on the Mully and Haw Show. Bernstein and Holmes, <clears throat> they got Anthony Heron at 11, Josh Rock at 12. Then Parkins and Spiegel. Kurt Warner joins the guys at 240, followed by Mark Grody at 4. And then Jalen Johnson, the closer. <laughs> Five o'clock, he hangs out with Parkins and Spiegel. That's my. I I, I listen to that uh, while I'm picking up my daughters. So I pick up my wife at four thirty, and then we go pick up the girls, and that happens at five. And then I give them my phones so they can watch whatever they're watching on the phones. And then I listen to Jalen Johnson, articulate young man, uh, standout football player. Hope he gets paid by the Chicago Bears. By the by the way. Uh, but that Bears defense was something else yesterday. If you're looking at, you know, total stats, Derek Carr only had 211 yards. He, he was averaging 250. Threw for three tutties, but man, 70, damn near 74% completion percentage. He had some bad throws, but he was getting the ball out quickly. Taysom Hill, 
oddly led the Saints in rushing with 52 yards. Alvin Kamara, 26. Chris Olave got off, had himself a tutty. Six catches, 46 yards. So, it like, when you're looking at those stats, right, no receiver with over 50 yards. Taysom Hill barely getting over 50 on the ground, and that's better than Alvin Kamara, who most people thought was going to have themselves, himself a day. The Bears' defense really did step up. Only two pass deflections on the day. One from T.J. Edwards and one from Montez Sweat. Ah, I thought I was going to say somebody else, huh? I was waiting for another DB. Yeah, that's what you think. Montez Sweat getting his hand up there. Uh, he had two tackles on the day, two solo tackles. Justin Jones was in the mix. You saw a little Jalen Jones getting busy once uh, Tyreek Stevenson went down. Jack Sanborn, we were talking about him a lot earlier. Seven solo tackles, nine total on the day. Zach Pickens got himself in the stat sheet, as did Noah Sewell. Deron Harmon. Does his name ring a bell? No, it doesn't. I feel like I've heard of him. Okay. Maybe. Deron Harmon's one of those guys that you see him playing on the team, you just don't know who he is. Safety, he plays safety for the Bears, though. Uh, he got himself in the mix, too. So Bears defense did a good job. And I, like I said, that's what makes me think the Bears are headed in the right direction. Figuring out the defense. Right? You can plug and play a quarterback. You see, you see the Jets did it. You see a lot of teams with good defenses. You see the, the Vikings just pulled off a victory, you know, with Josh Dobbs on their center. If your defense can be all right, your offense, you know, is going to be able to put up some points eventually. And that's what the Bears, I feel like it was bad. Listen, Bears were usually good defense, bad offense. The last couple of years where it was bad offense and bad, bad defense, I just didn't even, I didn't, I didn't know how to operate. I didn't, couldn't process this. So the fact that the Bears are getting closer to normal on defense makes me feel a lot better. And, and Coach Eberflus talked about the defense, talked about Tyson Bajan, talked about the addition of Montez Sweat in the post game when addressing the media. Uh, here he is right now. Try to see if you could uh, find a few takeaways. I have mine. I'll tell you right after this. Okay, good evening. Um, uh, just an update on Kari blasting game. He's in concussion protocol, um, so we'll see um, where that goes for this week. But obviously it's going to be tough to get back there for him. We just hope he's okay and hope he's doing fine um, with that. Uh, overall for the game, I thought we, uh, you know, we took the ball, uh, decided to take the ball uh, with the coin toss there, and uh, guys did a really good job of uh, taking the ball on the field. I thought that was the first 15 was really good. And... Uh, you know, obviously we uh, scored a touchdown there. That was excellent. Uh, got a got a four and out um, on defense. You know, and then we had that one interception from there. And really, in the first half, I thought uh, you know our offense did a good job operating. Uh, we got some good yards uh, in there from a bunch of different ways. Uh, running the football was a big goal for us uh, today, and I thought we accomplished that goal. Um, stopping the run was also a big goal for us, and I thought we did that as well. Um, when you look at the uh, you know, the third downs in the first half for the defense, it wasn't good, right? We were five of six, um, didn't do a good enough job on that, but we came back in the second half and they ended up, you know, seven to 14, but we did a good job uh, with that, you know, adjusting. Um, and the players did a good job of executing to give our chance, ourselves a chance to win um, in that in that uh, situation there. Um, with, uh, you know, really the story of the day, right, is just the takeaways. You know, uh, you can't, it's hard to win. You know, the league's uh, pretty even, you know, um, in most spots and, it's hard to win uh, when you have minus five. And, uh, again, that's a, that's a whole team thing, right? It's us protecting it, us protecting the quarterback, um, us getting on defense, 
and us doing a better job there, uh, taking the ball away on D. So, again, that's re- really where the story was. Again, I, I uh, love the fight of the guys uh, at the end there. Defense gave us a chance at the very end with those stops that we had and with the missed field goal that they had. But uh, uh, with that, open up questions. Matt, Tyson Bajan's day, it looked like things were going very well for him through three quarters and then a lot of problems at the end, turnovers, not a lot of completions. What happened to him in the fourth quarter? Yeah, just, you know, I'm going to have to look uh, look at it. And what I saw out there was, you know, they, they play man coverage, right? That's what they do. They're tight coverage there. And uh, we were throwing it into tight windows. And we got to do a good job with our, with our decision-making and accuracy. And that's where it is. And, again, I'll look at the tape to see exactly what they were doing. Um, but, uh, again, that's the, the first number one job of a quarterback is to protect the ball. Do you feel like you guys were getting a lot of opportunities at the end to win? Like it was yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we made stops up. We made stops on downs on defense. We had, we had time. We still had time. We still had time, and the guys were fighting and battling. And, uh, you know, because of that, we, we made it a game at the end. And uh, so I really believe that uh, we had a chance at the end there. What was the biggest difference with the defense in the second half? They gave a couple touchdowns in the first half, no touchdowns in the second half. Yeah, it's just the third downs. Yeah. The reason they kept those drives, we were playing the run great. We were tackling good. Uh, we were doing all those things well. And, uh, you know, during that first half, the only thing that they had on the plus side was the third downs. You know, like I said, five or six, and I believe two of them were in the red zone. Um, you know, so uh, that's where we need to get corrected, and we made the adjustment, and they did a nice job. Matt, are you guys optimistic about Justin after seeing him throw Friday? Yeah, he's day to day. We'll find out more tomorrow, uh, and we'll see where it is because uh, you know we just he started throwing, which is a positive, and we'll see where it is in terms of his functionality. Are you hoping that he could be back Thursday? We'll see where it is. We'll see. Uh, how was the week at large? How do you think you and the team handled that? There was a lot going on. You had trades. You had. Yep. Yeah, I would say really good. Um, obviously, if we would have won the game, it would have been great. It's not great because we lost. Uh, but uh, our guys hung together. They always do. Um, they practice well. Um, they came out ready to play uh, today. And again, if we get the ball right, we, we would be right today. So that's uh, that's where it is. Um, but uh, guys were physical. They finished every play, um, and they uh, they played our style which is the style we want to play. Uh, Tyreek Stevenson left with an injury. What's the latest on that? Yeah, we'll see where he is. Uh, I know it was a lower leg uh, injury. We'll see where he is uh, uh, tomorrow. What was the key to the running game? Doing well um, early in the game, especially the first half, and then there were adjustments that they made because it didn't seem to as many big holes as there were earlier. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Again, they shift the front a little bit here and there, you know, to overload that one side that we were running to the whole time. And uh, that's, again, my hat's off to them. They made the adjustment, and it wasn't as effective um, as it was. But, uh, but again, uh, I thought we did a really good job overall during the course of the day of running the football. They don't talk much about Bajan's ability to run with the ball, but it seemed like you really took advantage of things out there to get 70 yards Yeah, he had some really nice plays, you know. Uh, it wasn't just the QB scrambles, you know, there was uh, – uh, a disconnect from a from the runner a couple of times, you know, where he kept the ball on those, and uh, that was cool to see him in, on the edge there. And you know, it's also the, the keepers, you know, he had some waggles and boots where he got on the edge and had a chance to either run pass option, and he did a good job with that. What was the plan for Sweat today? Yeah, just play him. Um, on the third downs, play them on the t- in the two-minute. And, and, again, my hat's off to the defense. Really did a really nice job at the end of half uh, two-minute uh, during that s- situation. 
Um, you know, they still had some time. They still had some timeouts, and our guys did a really good job with that. But uh, for the most part, play them third down two minute, then we're going to roll them in first and second down. So it was a, it was a good plan. How did he look to you? He looked good. He looked good. I thought he had a couple good pressures um, there. He's getting his feet wet, you know, um, different different style of defense, you know, a little bit different terminology, you know. So for, uh, for him to come in here and, and play that many plays, it was cool. What was the significance for you guys to get that deal done yesterday, to get it done yeah, I mean, it's extremely important. You know, Ryan and his staff did an awesome job working through that and getting that done in a timely fashion, and uh, we're all excited. You know, when you add a pass rusher, you know, to your defense and to our franchise, uh, that's that's a big deal for us going into the future. You and Ryan both talked this week about how healthy you thought you were closer than Well, I mean, this would just this would be evidence that we are very close, you know, because you know, being minus five, you know, in the turnover margin and keeping it that close, uh, the the ability for our, us to show our style, you know, our style is to run the football, stop the run, be physical, um, and just we just got to get the ball right. What do you what do you make of Tyson's experience here now? If, if Justin's back next week, this is it for Tyson for three starts, ups and downs. Yeah, I mean, you know, in terms of his operation, okay, and knowing, you know, the offense and operating the huddle in and out of the huddle for a guy to come in there, um, you know, as a rookie like that um, was, was pretty impressive when you think about it, you know, and uh, I think he's, he's had really good moments um, in that, you know, the, the starts that he's had. And, uh, again, he's going to build off of that. You know, he's got to learn. The most important thing Tyson can do now because the, the performance is over, you know, is to learn from his performance and to get better. You know, and to partner up with the coaches, with the offensive coordinator, with myself, and look at those plays where he needs to improve, and also look at the good plays. There is a lot of good plays out there that he had, you know, in the first half, third quarter, um, today, and uh, he's got to build off of both those things. Yeah, yeah, we always do think we have a chance. Um, you know, we just got needed one takeaway on defense to give ourselves a short field and put ourselves in scoring position, you know, or a, kick, or a punt return or a kick return, or whatever that might be, to really flip the field. Um, because of the turnovers, they were playing on the midfield most of the day, and uh, that happens sometimes. And that's called sudden change, and our defense did a great job of rising up to the occasion um, on most of those occasions um, during the course of the day, getting a three and out, making them punt. Um, you know, get, stopping them on downs and, and doing that. And that's this gives our ch- our team a chance. What do you make of the offensive line penalties today? I think everybody but Tevin had a Yeah, you go back and look at those. Um, you know, obviously the false starts are the false starts. You know, we got to clean those up. But the holdings, you got to look at them. You know, sometimes that happens when you extend plays um, on the perimeter. You know, when you're extending plays as a quarterback, that happens sometimes. Uh, but again, I'll go look at them. You know, I'll, I'll look and evaluate all those penalties and see what, see what we think. Yeah, it was a face mask. He grabbed it. It was it was uh, it was face mask. When you have penalties, kind of really Yeah, you just can't. You just can't do that. You know, we're we're pro football players and coaches. We know that you can't grab the face mask. We got to be better than that. Yeah. So up, upstairs, you know, Harry's upstairs, and uh, we're always looking at it. 
and uh, we thought I thought that it was spot, spotted short to begin with. So we looked at it on replay, and then we had enough time. And and uh, again, it was it was early, so we just threw it, and uh, we had a good look at it, and uh, it was overturned. It was good by the league. You guys have your quarterback depth chart the way it is for a reason. Justin's your starter for a reason ahead of Tyson. What does Justin bring to you guys when he comes back that you don't have right now? Um, I would just say the experience factor, you know, him, him playing all those games, uh, certainly the experience factor. And, you know, he's uh, operated in this offense, you know, and he's had some good weeks, you know, prior to this, the Washington game. You know, he's had some good games this week, this year. You know, so we're excited to get him back when he comes back. And uh, certainly the dimension of also the, the disconnection running the ball. You know, he likes, you know, he can obviously run the ball and the, the quarterback runs are, are viable there too. And, uh, you know, the perimeter is getting under attack more. Uh, so that's what he brings. Coach Eberflus talking about Justin Fields there and his performance at the very, or excuse me, and his assessment of him at the very end when they asked, you know, what are you getting from, what will you get from Justin Fields that you're not getting currently? Running the ball, experience. Mm. <sighs> Had a lot more to say about the performance of Tyson Bajan and just giving him freedom to make his mistakes, right? Hey, Best thing you could do is learn from from what you saw there. Go back, check out the tape. Tyson Bajan today, 18 for 30, 220 yards, two touchdowns at three interceptions. And what I said about Tyson Bajan was, I mean, it was a it's, it's a cute experiment, right? Because you always want to see what else you have there. You did, and you held on to that inkling of a hope that maybe, just maybe, you found that diamond in the rough. And, and and for for the first time, just like the first pick in the draft, you feel like, ah, oh, it's gonna happen to the Bears. Not quite. And but one thing I did notice, a trend from Tyson Tyson Bajan, was I mean his first game against Minnesota. He comes in, he's ten for fourteen, seventy one percent completion percentage. You know, has that interception late in the game, put his team in a position to win. Then game two, uh, excuse me, and in that game, the most important takeaway was that he was averaging about five yards in attempt. Game two, 21 for 29, 72% completion percentage again. One touchdown, no interceptions, averaging about five yards in attempt. Then game three comes, right? He gets his win, and what are the knocks on him? Okay, you can't throw the long ball. You have no, no, no arm strength. So he tries a little bit more against the Chargers, Completion percentage goes down a little bit. Yards per attempt go up. But then he throws two interceptions. And then yesterday against the Saints, the completion percentage goes down even more, down to 60%. Still in the 220 range, but now his yards per attempt goes up to seven. So what was once five, an efficient 70% completion percentage for a Tyson Bajan, a turnover-free game where he was playing within himself, you know, sometimes you try a little bit more. You try to get out of your comfort zone. You try to prove a little bit too much. And as a result, you know, you, you, you end up hurting your team a little bit more than you probably would have liked. Three interceptions, one fumble for a loss. Just overall, you know, I'd say, well, what would the, what would the letter grade be for Tyson Bajan? Tyler Farringall, he's our, our, my producer today, holding it down. He had some high praise for Tyson Bajan when he was performing well. Can't it can't can't dis, uh, 
can't not pay attention to the mistakes, but when you put them together, Tyler, what grade do you give Tyson Bazin yesterday? Mr. Farringle is going to be very honest, and I'm going to give him a C minus because seriously, the Gabe, you're 100% right. I mean, <laughs> throw away everything that I said earlier. Might have been a little dumb by me, but those those mistakes cost the Bears the game, yeah. right? And I mean, those stats sheets show in the first half that they were out playing New Orleans, right? And his turn his turnovers were the big difference maker in the game. When Tyler first came in today, and I, I felt bad breaking his heart. He took, just kept on saying, Gabe, Tyson Bajan had a good game. If you just take out the turnovers. And I was like, I have to disagree with you. I was like, it's a bad game overall. It's over. So I think C- is fair. Well, what's, you might what's even your go grade? to D. Like, you might even, I think you just go D. Okay. I'm, I'm glad yours is a little bit lower than mine because you Four obviously were a little turnovers. Four yeah. turnovers. You're responsible. You yourself are responsible for four turnovers. And it's not like, you know, the ball got hit in the air or tipped or something like that. Like, you threw three bad passes. They got intercepted. Gabe, I knew right away when I was talking to you, I knew deep down inside, I'm like, oh, crap. This is not one of Baby T's finer moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Baby T, no, no, no. You weren't banging your hat, so I didn't, you didn't have any credibility there. But the good thing is this. Tyson Bajan experiment, I mean, he's going to continue to grow. This we know. You expect him to be a better quarterback just from sheer repetition, right? And But 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 you know that Justin Fields is coming back, and we get to see Justin Fields has had a couple of instances like this where, where he's, you know, gotten injured, had to watch another quarterback step in, and people kind of, you know, try to – Elevate that quarterback to a to a level that is, is is beyond Justin Fields, but ultimately we end up coming back to Justin Fields, and here we are again, last eight games of the season, getting to see Justin Fields, and and like I said, he's twenty four years old. If a twenty four year old takes off a month and a half or whatever it is, there's still growth there for him, whether it's intelligence, whether it's you know physical strength, getting that hand right back together again. It's going to be interesting to see what that is. But people are up in the air. What do you think about Tyson's Bajan's performance? What do you think about Justin Fields returning? Are you excited? Are you are you ready for that? 312-644-6767. Let's go to Steve out in Wakanda. Steve, what did you think of uh, Tyson Bajan's performance yesterday? Well, first of all, like you were talking to your producer earlier, I got a buddy I used to golf with, and he said, if I didn't hit two out of bounds, three in the water, I would have shot a 67. So, <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Um, <laughs> I just think that he's finding out just what it takes to be a pro. Um, as you mentioned earlier, now his, uh, he's, his yards per pass are getting longer. And he's got a good arm. He's got a good arm. I got to give it to him. I'm, I'm, you know, but that the NFL window is like throwing a, football in a five-gallon bucket at 30 yards. It's like he just does not see those receivers. And they knew what was going on because they were jumping those routes. I mean, they were just slipping right inside and intercepting that ball. Yeah. And, uh, Steve, Steve, let me ask was, you this. Because I, I, I thought that yeah. you know, I thought that too. I mean, obviously he had a tough tough day. You know, Saints defense, one of the top in the league. Do you think the, the outcome would have been different if Justin Fields would have been under center? Boy, I'm not sure. I, I'm just not sure. I think I don't know if he would have made those throws. 
um, that throw needed to be made a split a split second sooner, and it might have been a different outcome. But I'm just not sure on either of these guys. I just I want the defense to be good. With a mediocre offense, you could still have a team in the Bears show of that in 85. <laughs> you know. That's what and, I've been preaching and, all night long. That the All you need is a, a, a middle-of-the-road defense, and that can get you far in this league. But, yeah, the fact of the matter is does. that Bajan and, Bajan and Fields, what it seems like is that they're just not the answer for the future and that Bears are more than likely going to be moving on. But, like I said, I, I still think that Justin Fields is going to be the starting quarterback next year. But, I, but we've also seen that Ryan Poles is not afraid to make a trade in the middle of the season, and that might be – where Justin Fields leaves the Chicago Bears. Uh, but taking your phone call still, 312-644-6767. I gave Tyson Bajan a D. Baby T gave him a C-. minus. What do you give Tyson Bajan? And what are your thoughts about Justin Fields returning? 312-644-6767. We'll take your calls next. It's Gabe Ramirez on a Plumbers 911 Football Monday right here on Chicago Sports Radio. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm tony kornheiser this is my show my friends come on and you know them we talk about the sports you care about basketball now golf and the metronome of your life baseball whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 70, the score. We're back, live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670, the score. It's a Plumbers 911 Football Monday presented by Busey Bank and It's Not a Game Illinois.com. A full slate for you right here on Monday. No need to go anywhere else. You want current players, the best current players? We got them. You want former players giving you the best analysis? We got them. Dustin Rhodes kicking things off in 15 minutes with the pregame show. And then Mully and Hobb. They got Olin Krutz at 7. DJ Moore at 8. Dan Weeder at 840. Then Bernstein and Holmes got Anthony Heron and Josh Rock at 11 and 12, respectively. Then Parkinson Spiegel, they uh they round out the whole thing. 
2.40 p.m. They got Kurt Warner jump on to talk about Tyson Bajan and the potential return of Justin Fields. Mark Grody jumps on at 4, and then Jalen Johnson hangs out with the fellas at 5 o'clock, so make sure you're here for all of that on 670 The Score. And you can also download the app. Take us with you everywhere you go. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, take a couple more before we get out of here. Let's go to George out in Chicago. George, what did you think of uh, Tyson Bajan's performance? I gave it a D, a solid D. Uh, I did a, a C. I mean, it's nothing new that that we don't see from Chicago quarterbacks. You know, this kid early in the third, fourth game in, you know, he's going to make some mistakes. But, I mean, other than that, the turnovers, I mean, he pretty much ran the offense pretty well, got some points on the board. And, you know, just Chicago's seeing, you know, once this crunch time, you know, we always seem to have the quarterbacks you know, make them end up giving us a W. But, that's, a, uh, that's a good yeah. point, George, that you're bringing up. The fact that, you know, it, it seems consistent that we, we can't find a Bears quarterback that's clutch, you know, that yeah. can come in yeah, and, exactly. and get the job done in those instances. I hear what you're saying. I wish Lou Getze would have made it. And Patrick Manley talked about this, too, in the postgame. I wish Lou Getze would have made it a little bit easier on Tyson Bajan in those last couple of drives. I mean, because – you know, if you go back to this, even just like after they scored the touchdown, right? So it's 24-17 Saints at that moment. Bears get the ball back. You know, first play, pass. Second play, pass, right? Two straight passes, one leading to the interception, obviously. But you're not helping your, you're not helping your, your undrafted rookie QB try to lead his team down to a game for a game-tying touchdown in that moment. Then your defense does a great job. George in that moment. Bears get the ball back again, right? That's where the second interception came. You get you get Dante Foreman with the first little rush out the way. And then he, they're like, that's it. We're done. Tyson Bajan pass. Tyson Bajan pass. Tyson Bajan pass. It's like. And see, with this kid, when they keep it simple, that's when he's more accurate and more consistent. You know, it seems when they try to give him a little bit more. Third and four, George. That's the, that's the key. Third and four right there is getting him in that window. Getting him in third and four, third and five. He, he, completes those effortlessly it seems like but unfortunately anything deeper than that even though he did have some success that throw to Cole Komet you cannot take anything away from him on that throw an absolute dime beautiful ball everything um but we all get to 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 assess what we thought of of Tyson Bajan's performance Mark out in uh Richmond what did you think of Tyson Bajan's performance yesterday potentially his last it was actually I thought it was actually pretty good it's the coaching staff that didn't help him out. I give the coaching staff a total F. When they first started coming out in uh, in the first quarter, they were they were throwing down ball down the field really well. He was committing his passes, and then as the game progressed, and when they started to fall behind, they they put that man in in situations and made him try to throw the ball where an acrobat couldn't even get it get it to him and he, he should have never been in those positions. We couldn't run the ball, but then he he was looking for his check downs. He was he was scanning the field good. I don't know if it was our guys not getting open or if it was just the wrong play calling. That's all on the coaching staff. They didn't help him at all. I, I that's what I believe. Mark, let me ask you this because I'm I'm curious what your thoughts are when it comes to Justin Fields and how he's being coached. Do you feel like Justin Fields, like, 
is a star quarterback, but he's just been been coached improperly? Yes. I I think he's been through too many coaches, too many too many uh he he he's got to learn a system every year when he's here. And then last year he didn't have an offensive line. He even told everybody he didn't want to run. He had to run to save his life last year. This year he was actually sitting in back in the, in the pocket. He's actually waiting for his guys to open. When they give him a running game, He's connecting with his passes. The defense has been letting us down with him. And I want to know if the rumors are true, if he might be going to Minnesota. Thanks That's for my question. I got you. Thanks for the call, Mark. Um, that's an interesting rumor you got there. Uh, I will backtrack on that and to everything you were saying. One, the defense, they've been playing well as of late, um, actually. so and, and as I mentioned before, uh, prior to this game, Bears were third in the league in rushing yards allowed per game at 78. That's pretty impressive, all right? I mean, even that number is impressive, 78. So the defense has been playing well. Um, you're right. Justin Fields was sitting in the pocket more, waiting for plays to develop, but he didn't do particularly well at that. <laughs> that wasn't a strength in his game. So, I mean, I, 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 I'm not necessarily on board with what you're saying, Mark, but, I mean, we can agree that maybe the coaching at some points – isn't necessarily the best or best suited for a particular quarterback to be winning in, in a scheme like that. Um, and and the Bears get the opportunity. Again, like the best thing is this. We actually get to watch eight more games of football. We got a bye week in there, so there's still nine weeks of NFL left, regular season that is. And listen, you spend six months complaining about football not being here. It's kind of like uh, Chicago weather, you know? You, you want the summer and summer gets here, and then you're complaining that it's too hot. And the winner gets here, and then you complain that it's too cold. Just got to enjoy it in the moment. So Bears got some more games to play. We know we have a good grasp of who the, who this team is. You can tell by the way Coach Eberflus speaks. He knows exactly what this team is, where they're at. It's almost as if both he and Ryan Poles have had these kinds of conversations privately. Like We know what this is. And that's why when you hear Ryan Poles mention that he sees – Coach Eberflus, you know, week in and week out, get these men ready to play at a high level. And that's another thing you got to point out. If you are an Eberflus hater, he was having these guys play, you know, giving their hearts, you would say, last year when they were in the middle of a 10-game losing streak. Like, he still had these grown men playing hard and getting up for the game and, and having them believe that, you know, they were on the path towards success. And that's not an easy task when you're losing a bunch of games in a row. That I will tell you. All right. Like I told you, you're listening to a Plumbers 911 Football Monday right here on 670 Score. Big day today. Dustin Rhodes starting in just seven minutes, the pregame show. And then Olin Crooch, DJ Moore jumping on with the fellas at 7 and 8 o'clock, respectively. And then Dan Weeder hanging out before they go at 8.40. Bernstein and Holmes. They got Anthony Heron and Josh Schrock at 11 and 12. And then Parkinson Spiegel. They got Kurt Warner at 240. Mark Grody at 4. And then Jalen Johnson at 5. All right. I was the only person here five hours long, five hours strong. It was also my producer, Tyler Farringall. Baby T. I said that's his, that's his radio name. Who gave you that name? It was me. But he got to bang his hat to the side. How old is Baby T? You look young, by the way. 22. Oh, wow. You know you're young when you give your age freely. 
Tyler Ferengar, appreciate you, man. All right, mi gente, that means my people. Hasta la próxima. That means until next time, I am Gabe Ramirez, and this is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. And I say it like that, too. I'm working. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.